Thanks for tuning into our podcast. We love having you here, and it's our mission to bring you all the latest and greatest tips, skills, and know-how to make you the best that you can be. We know that you have it in you, and we're going to show you how. Now, now, let's get started. Hey, thank you guys for tuning in. This is Finn and Adler here. I'm Adler. And this is Finn. How are you guys doing today? You guys can't answer that, but don't worry. I'm assuming that you're saying marvelous. Uh, so, uh, I'm, you know, Finn, the other day we did a um, podcast and I, I got a lot of feedback from it. And it was actually super inspiring and super encouraging because, uh, you know, just to hear the positive feedback. But then, you know, um, I had a, one of uh, a friend of mine, actually. Um, one of the things that she said after listening to it, she's like, yo, I love the topics that you guys talk on, you know, maybe the next time out, you guys can talk on something like on how to let things go. Mm. And, you know, I kind of sat there, I was just like, man, that's a really good suggestion. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. And so, you know, that being said, Finn, why is it so hard for human beings, us, to let things go? Adler, that's a really good question, and um, I want to go raw. I want to be raw with you. I want to be raw with our with our audience today. And I, I personally believe that letting go is it entails a lot more than just taking it and putting it in a trash can and just forgetting about it. Because I think that a lot of times we can say that we don't. Um, letting go requires you also to let go of certain aspects of your past as well as yourself. On top of that, I also personally believe, and this is a really big part of it, is letting go of the expectations of how things should have happened, which leads ah, to another point right now, which true. wraps around, it's an, almost like an umbrella um, point here, and that's the negative emotions um, come from fear. And a lot of us, everyone has fear. Anyone who doesn't have fear, I don't know, they need to go check themselves. But <laughs> um, So the way I see it is, and we talked about this uh, a couple weeks ago, but the inability to, ta- uh, to let go comes from fear it's you know that 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 thing of if you're still processing are you a failure or are you did you mess up did you do this instead of processing it as it's a part of the process then you are still living in a fear that you can't let something go and so i think that's a really big part of answering your question and why we as people as humans we don't let go um it's because we come from a mindset of you know just constantly living in fear living in fear and not being honest with ourselves but mostly living in fear living in fear so living in fear huh so and okay i agree with what you're saying i i agree that fear it it can be um one of the biggest factors in holding you back from moving on to another level another step right absolutely but on the flip side all right the say i agree with you but now here's the flip side of it okay go for it i think that the reason why it's hard for people to let go is that sense of nostalgia, Ooh. all right? So like that that sense of nostalgia, meaning um, basically that feeling that comes up whenever you think of a person, a situation, or whatever it may be, that nostalgia might be the blinders because of the emotion that it brings up. And nostalgia doesn't necessarily mean of you know, people think nostalgia and they think of like positive Yeah, like emotions. a moment like that, that happened already exactly. before because they hear a song or they yeah. think of a movie or something. But nostalgia can also be negative feelings as well. Hmm. It doesn't necessarily just have to be 
only um, positive things. It could be negative feelings. Like, you know, you can have a relationship. You can have a situation where you're, you're thinking like, oh, man, well, this person hurt me. This this happened last time, and I can't believe this. And uh, you're angry. You're, you're, you're depressed. You're, you're anxious. There's so many different uh, emotions that, that, that factor in that play into it. And, you know, uh, obviously, you know, we've gone through um, those type of situations. But do you think you have a time like and I, I know this is kind of personal but is there a time where you just struggled to let go absolutely um Adler don't ever feel like it's you can't be personal here and I yeah. can't be personal I feel like this is a great place for us we want to make sure that we're honest with people big piece of it well and the reason why I'm, I'm I, I, I say that I give that that disclaimer at first is because it's it's touchy. It's one of those things. I that, agree. It's I agree. one of those things that you know when when you're hurt, nobody likes to talk about hurt feelings. True. Nobody wants to deal with those type of things. We rather run away with it or pretend like they never happened. And so when you're opening up about something that was actually truly difficult for you to let go, that's something that you know I don't take lightly. I I I, I appreciate you opening up about that, and you know even you know the person I brought the, brought up the whole idea like I heard like you know why they can't let go and I'm like dang man that's that's a lot of information to process you know yeah it's and and that's a thing a lot of times I think the biggest part about um, letting go is also being able to be able to talk about it and I think that um I actually want to share with you this I want to show you with an experience that's what you were asking me so I want to jump sure. into that and so a lot of people may know, and obviously it was about four years ago, I had enlisted into the Air Force. This was a big part of my life. I've only known the military, grew up in that you know that family mindset. That's just kind of what happens. Um, my entire life was structured around joining the military. Like mm-hmm. I knew that I wanted to get my school. I wanted to have job security, yeah. education security, financial security. That was all set in place by joining the Air Force. So you had plans. I had plans. Yeah. And anything you want to do or anything you start, you need to start with a plan. So my plan was that I want to be secure, my job, my education, my finances, my health, everything. And joining the Air Force was like the answer to all of that. Okay. So obviously I'm thrilled. I'm, you know, on my 18th birthday, I started to see a recruiter. I was able to process everything, get through everything. And I went to basic training in December of 2016. Um... Not knowing that within two months I would be back home in Florida. Within two months? Yeah, I was only for two months, man. Okay. Two months. And I'm going to be honest with you, that was very difficult to process. Knowing that this was going to be a goal set for many years to come. You know, promotion, um, going through my season of uh, being in the military, doing the operations that I could. But this is all, this is all what I wanted to do. Um, one thing that struck me was when I um, was pulled out of basic training. So I was in the middle of a of a training uh, that required us to be out in the middle of somewhere, mm-hmm. just kind of do whatever. And um, it hit me when they pulled me out, and I couldn't figure out why. So I want to share with you guys a little bit of why uh, letting go was so hard for me with this, this situation, this whole entire circumstance. When I got pulled out of basic training, it was a situation that I encountered that, I encountered that required me to start questioning I automatically start questioning why is this happening how come I was frustrated I was very angry I was upset because this is what I wanted to do I wanted to be in the military in the Air Force so when I got separated and I got sent home first of all I will say that being stuck in medical hold was one of the most difficult moments of my life I really had to be mentally fit 
emotionally fit and spiritually fit for everything that I encountered. Um, towards the end of that part, when I figured out that I was going to be sent home and there was no way of rebuttaling, um, there was other there were other people there that got to go back into basic training on the same exact day that I got to go back. Really? Well, actually, that I went to go home. So they they were sent into medical. Right. So everyone kind of got to met. So what happens is a basic training. Right, well, let me tell you a little bit about how it goes. So when you're basic uh -huh. training and something happens, let's say you get a torn meniscus or you have some kind of medical situation going on, whether it be mental or physical or emotional, mm -hmm. you're pulled out of basic training to be evaluated. Just like when we're in the hospital, you have to be medically cleared so that you can be separate or discharged from the hospital. Correct. From the nursing standpoint, that's pretty much how it yeah, works. That's right. So for me, I was simply there to determine whether or not um, I, had, you know, some paperwork needed to be cleared that I needed, and I had no paperwork that I could provide. So because of that, they, their rationale was, well, if you don't have the paperwork, we can't clear you. So that means we're going to have to discharge you. It's not my fault that I don't have something to provide. And I looked at them and I said, look, I'm a dedicated individual. I really want to be here. This is what I want to do. My life wraps around this. This is what I'm motivated to do is to serve. So... Long story short, I got home. I didn't really tell anybody that I was home because obviously this is a big part of my life that has now took a detour. And I was very, very upset. Um, I, I told my parents I was coming home. They knew. But the big part about this whole let go was recognizing that I had to be reminded, a gentle reminder that it is important to honor where we are on our journey. For two years of my life, two and a half years of my life, out of the four years that I've already been home from the Air Force, it took me that long to figure out that being upset, being mad, trying to come with an excuse, trying to find another reason to get back in, isn't going to make me happy. It wasn't gonna solve my problems. It wasn't going to really allow me to get anywhere or grow. Had I not let it go, I probably wouldn't be working at the hospital as an EMT. I probably wouldn't have established the friendships and the relationships that I have with people. I wouldn't be able to grow closer to God and, hey, we're sitting here on a podcast talking about life. This I don't think true. I would be here being able no, to talk about this with you, man, and that's had the, I not let go. And that's actually a very sensational story, man. Like, I, I can understand that, you know, because you have the expectations of, you know, serving just like I'm, I'm sure like your dad did. And, yeah, 20 years in the Army. And you... The, you know, realizing that your expectations were never, like, not going to be met, like, that's a hard pill to swallow. So I, I completely sympathize with you. Um, you know, for me personally, like, a time in my life where um, it was really, really just difficult to move past, um, I'm, <laughs> first of all, I don't want to name any names, and I will not name any names, um, but I was dating a girl um, roughly nine, ten years ago, actually. That's crazy. Um, and, uh, you know, we had been together and man, I was young and in love. I was 19 years old and I, I was in love. Like, I'm telling you, like the, 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 the air she breathed, I worshiped the ground she walked on. I, I, I cherished, I'm, I'm talking about head over heels, fully in love. And I remember thinking to myself, this is the woman I'm going to marry. I'm going to start saving a little bit for my paycheck and mind you. I didn't, I wasn't always a nurse. Like, I'm this broke, you know, you know, kid that works transport, you know. And I worked there for, like, a good six years. And I'm taking a little bit here and there, here and there, here and there, here and there. It's a lot longer than I did, man. Yeah. I did, too. I, I know. Hey, <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, man, I, I did it for a long haul. And I, because I, I was focused, I had a goal. Yeah. And I realized that, you know, I wanted her to be my future, right? 
And so I'm saving this money to to buy a ring, and I'm just like, this is something that's it has to happen because, you know, I love her so much and I mm. feel for her so much. And you know, at the time, you know, I, um, I used to you know I used to play basketball pretty frequently um, with you know, a certain a certain group of guys, and um, you know it's one of those things where we used to play basketball, we used to hang out, go play video games, go out to eat, like do all this stuff like with my my group of friends. It turns out that one of the guys that I was playing ball with actually was sleeping with my girlfriend at the time. Sleeping with and talking to, uh, I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not entirely sure exactly how far it was while we were together, but I do know what happened. I'm sorry, man, to hear that. Afterwards. No, hey, it's That's okay. It's rough, dude. It happens, man. And, but the thing is, at the time, I held on to it for so long because, you know, one, you, you, you know, to touch on your point, the expectation, I created this expectation with her. And I was just like, how could you do this to me? Like, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm hurt. I felt like, you know, it's backstep. And, you know, I, I go back to, you know, the guy, you know, the guy that I was friends with. I was just like, I confronted him. I said, hey, yo, I thought we were friends. I thought we were cool. What's going on, man? What's, what's good? And his response was, we aren't friends. Like, that Ooh. and that's, i said that's see that 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 tingles me a little bit man because that's not that's harsh that's it, really harsh to hurts. take that man it hurts it's not okay to be to, that's that comes right here from the core right here in the heart it man. hurts and like it, it it you know what you know for the longest time i was angry like i was angry and it took imagine, me man it took me a good like almost a year not like a full year but almost a year to get even over that because I was just so upset. And, you know, I remember thinking to myself, I was just like, man, I saved up this money. I, I built up this future. I told her my intentions. And this is how, you know, I get repaid. And I can't believe she'd do this. And I can't believe he would do this. And I held on to it for the longest time. But then it got to a point where I realized that I had to let it go. I had to let it go. It was a combination of, and I wish I could say I was going to ask you, like, what was your breaking point? Because I think a lot of times... We get to a breaking point. Like I would love to share yeah. my breaking point with you, but I want to know what your breaking point is. What was your yeah, breaking well, point? You want to know my breaking point? Absolutely, do. Is one of my closest friends. Um, mm-hmm. I'm at his house, and you know I'm seeing this this sad, sappy, you know story. Um, for those of you guys that don't know, Crazy Stupid Love. I don't know if you ever seen it. It's a fantastic movie. Steve Carell's in it. Emma Watson. Um, but uh, Emma Watson, Emma Stone, whatever. Anyway, I think it's so, Emma Stone. Emma Stone. It's probably Emma Stone. So, um, anyway, it's a very good movie. And I remember I was singing this sad tune of just like, she cheated on me, she cheated on me, she cheated on me. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I'm, I'm talking about like, I was like the whole nine yards. And so after about a good four months of saying the same story over and over and over again every day, um, <laughs> I'm at my friend's house and his mom says, you're weak. I was like, what would you? Uh, you just I, got roasted, bro. Roasted, bro. What would you even say that? I'm just, I'm hurting right now, and I just, why would you even say that? Don't you know how, what I've been through? And she's like, you're weak. The hey, reason- can, you, can you say that again? But do that in your Kevin Hart voice. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, do it for, oh do gosh, it for our audience. Right. Do it in your Kevin Hart voice. So she goes, you're weak, and I'm saying, oh my, oh my god, why, why would you even say that? I, I, I don't even know why you would even say that. I, I just. I just loved her so much, and I just wanted to. I just. <laughs> anyway, that was, so, yeah, that, was, that was a good impression, man. I love it. She like no, but she said that, and when she said it, it was just like, you know, it's it, it was a surreal moment because I, you know, it was just kind of like, why would you say that? 
And she said, look, you're so upset at this person, your friend, so on, so on, like, quote-unquote friend, and you're, you're upset about your ex-girlfriend. I understand that. I sympathize with that. But every time you get upset, it's like you relinquish power. It's like mm. you relinquish control over your life, and you allow them to control you. You need to stop. Yeah. And so, like, it was the harsh truth, but it was something that I needed to hear at the time. And, you know, I'm not one of those type of people that, like, I get in my feelings occasionally, but I'm not one of those type of people who can't take criticism. So that was her criticism of me. And so I decided, I said, you know what? From this point on, I'm going to let it go because I don't want at any point in time for anybody to feel like they have power over me and feel helpless, hapless, and like I have no control. And so I had to start... One, I had to be honest with myself to yeah. realize that this hurts and it didn't go how I planned. And I had to be like, okay, it's okay to not be okay. Yeah. And once you've kind of developed that, that mindset, then you kind of start the healing process, which allows you to let go. And one more thing I want to add to that. So, and this is just me. Yeah. So you, we talked about that um, not letting people have control. You have, you're the only one that's in control of the situation. Nobody else is in control of that. Now, we naturally give control to other people because there's that, again, goes back to the nostalgia. It's that expectation. It's that, that aspect that we don't want to let go because it comes. See, I love how it all ties back together. Yeah, you it, know, it, there's a negative there's emotion. It, it comes from fear. Mm-hmm. And like you said it, you said it really well earlier. It's that we're like an onion. And when you start to unpeel, start peeling pieces back and you start going into these layers of who you are individually, you start to ask yourself layer by layer, why am I still holding on to this? Yeah. You have to remind yourself. And like I said earlier, it's important to honor where you are on your journey. Um, if you don't see yourself growing, then you need to sit down and evaluate yourself and remind yourself that today is the stepping stones for the result of tomorrow. If you continue to live your life in this mindset where you can't be honest with yourself, if anybody you need to be honest with is yourself at all times, you're keeping yourself accountable. And I love this whole concept because I think it's funny. People always say when you know when you hear it in the hospital when something's going on, they say "Let it go, let it go." <laughs> I don't know the rest of the song, yes. but "Let it go" yeah, from 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 Frozen, right? So it's yeah. like I don't really know the whole backstory of that movie because I don't really watch TV unless yeah. it's some you know watching college college ball. But yeah. that whole concept of when you start singing "Let It Go" to someone, yeah. the whole crowd starts to giggle and laugh. So my one little thing that I always remind myself of is having a good sense of humor now i'm not suggesting that if you're now going through something that you should just start laughing about it but recognize after you have broken free from your circumstance or you have overcome the thoughts the emotions the feelings and everything that is involved go wow laugh at yourself laugh at yourself for a minute and say man how could you have just if you i feel so good because i'm gonna be honest with you yeah I laughed at myself for a good couple months after I got out of there, like after I got past the fact that the whole Air Force thing happened, because it's like, I'm working at a hospital. I'm a lead transporter. I'm in school to be an EMT. I wouldn't have never made it to the step, and now I'm going wanting to go to school in the fall. I would have mm-hmm. never got here at Adler had it not been for the two and a half years 
or even just the fact that the Air Force, the result of it happened the way it did. I and and you know what, those type of experiences are the best teachers, and that's something that's important. You know, for every situation that you encounter from this point out, you're gonna use you know a level to a certain level, a certain degree. You're gonna use everything that happened in the Air Force and how you handled it as a part of a, a building block for the other things of your life. Absolutely, and like, I did see that. You're only, what, 22? I'll be 22 in June. 22, yeah. yeah, I'll you're, be 22 you're in June. You're only 22 on the cusp, the precipice of 22. Oh, love that word, so precipice. you are literally just learning right now. And, you know, having been through it already, um, not like, you know, obviously, like all things, but having been through it just to in my early 20s, it it was like a, a humbling experience. Um, you realize that uh, letting go, it's it's a mindset and it's freeing. And instead of being shackled, instead of being like you know held up and 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 just depressed and making your life miserable, you develop a certain level of freedom by just letting go of the whole entire situation, like altogether. Yeah. And I always felt like this, there was a sense of peace, like you say, you know, letting it go, it just, it's, it's, um, I don't know how to describe it, but I feel like as you learn that when you enable yourself to push, to be the best you, I know it's cliche to say yes. the best you, No, and but that's but what true. our, but, but this is our true. focus, this it's is the true. focus point. Yes. And you yeah. have to enable the let go, let it be. And that's, that's, that's life. I mean, at the end of the day, you have to look yourself in the mirror and say, you're able. Yeah. Keep yourself accountable. Yep. So three tips real quick for me and Team Finn. Team I'm Finn. A, team Finn. Here's that's three it. tips. So f- number one, so the whole idea, just to wrap this up here on the whole let it go, is one, remind yourself. Embrace your journey. Embrace yourself. And forgive. Those are three tips. Take those away this week and remember to embrace your journey, embrace yourself, and forgive. All right. And for me, Team Adler. Oh, uh, Team Adler. <laughs> I'm going to say it, it's not maybe not like three tips. It's probably just two. But when it comes to letting go of things in the past, right, there's one thing, the first thing, and I, this is probably the most important foundational thing of all, is to be honest with yourself. Don't lie and say it doesn't hurt. I'm I'm okay. I'll find another one. I'll be whatever. No, be honest with yourself. I'm hurt and I'm mad about X Y Z. And understand it, grasp it, and hold on to that concept. And two, when you realize that you're getting upset, depressed, whatever the case may be, whichever emotion that it it, it invokes, whenever you get that that sense of nostalgia, remember that when you allow certain emotions to come up because of a, a person or a situation, you're relinquishing control over your life. And we may not be able to control a lot of things, but we can control on our outlook on life. Mm. And so as long as you're willing to understand that, hey, I don't have control, and hey, I can't change the way that things happen, but the things within my realm of control of of uh you know that of effect cause and effect i will change what i can and you just go from there i love that i really do i love that well and that's that's how 
for me personally, that's how I let go of things. Because, you know, that energy, that to be upset, to be mad, to be sad about the situation, it takes up so much. It takes up a lot of energy. It doesn't help you. It doesn't help. It doesn't help you clear your mind. And in my book, Elevating Everyone, I'm actually, I just finished up uh, one of my last chapters. What's the name of the book again? I want you to say it a little bit slower. <laughs> I want the people to, to hear Elevating it. Elevating Everyone. Well, maybe speed A little up faster? Just a little bit. Just Elevating. Just a little Elevating slide. everyone. Elevating everyone. So, so it's a book coming to you soon. In fall. Fall of 2020. Presented by the Best You Broadcast. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. But, yeah, so I just to quickly give this to you guys. In the book, we wrap up. Um, I wrap the book up with seven essentials to elevate. Mm-hmm. It's actually probably one of my favorite chapters because I go into depth. And one of them is having a clear heart and a clear mind. Really important for you to be the better version of you because – in order for you to have clean and clear water, you have to have a clean and clear pump. Yep. If your pump isn't working, you're not going to have clean and clear water coming from it. It's going to be contaminated. So clean your source, so what comes from, or your, your, your starting point, so you can clear it up. Yep. Also having a clear mind, allowing yourself to have a clear set of direction is going to make you be able to accomplish a lot more because you don't have to focus so much on what's clogging it and overwhelming you. So... But anyways, guys, thank you so much for having us here today. And we're super thankful to have you guys um, subscribing and tuning in to the Best You Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate it. Finn appreciates it. We all appreciate it. And we want you to be the best version of yourself. We want you to start your mornings off or your day off or your week off, whatever the case may be, with a dose of motivation, positivity, and just some self-help tips that make you the best version of yourself. Absolutely. And don't forget to click our faces. Click our faces. Because our whole Actually, goal, click mine. Well, I mean... Yeah, and I, click yours first? I mean... You just, choose. Team Aller, Team Finn, or Team both. I don't understand why we have to separate. It's, <laughs> it's, not, like, it's not like Twilight. You know, it's not the vampire oh boy. Like, you know, werewolf thing. I'm just saying we don't have to do that. You know, there's no just bad. press our faces. Just, just click yes. our faces. Click our faces. I'm sure that we... You know, even if there's something in the week that may not pertain to you, I'm sure that we're going to talk on that topic or touch on it at some point yes so we will that being said happy monday go out there and kill it be the best version of yourself because there's 24 hours in a day and what are you doing with your time to use and manage it effectively and this is the best you podcast and we're here to manage your drive and your motivation amen well y'all have a blessed one and happy monday take care